Hey, it's Lou Fagenbush here. Welcome to How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. I'm here with my co-host. Lauren Hutton, baby. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what you up to, Lauren? How you doing? Bro, I am enjoying a dirty martini on the veranda riverside. And I, I, normally we do dumb things like that as a bit, but that's literally happening. You, you have your camera off, so I can't confirm or deny that you're doing that. Damn right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, who do we have on the, uh, the show this week? Uh, let me think. Billy DeVore. That's right. Yes. The hoagie maniac himself, Long one of my favorite local comedians. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're not saying that just because we've had his episode in the bank for two months. Yeah. Or are, is that why we're saying it? <laughs> I mean, you say we, but. <laughs> Listen, uh, anyways, Billy's an amazing comedian. <laughs> <laughs> He's got an album out. Go out and buy it. It's called Drinking at the Kids' Table. He's also got a couple of podcasts out there in the ether. Just dump too, his name into iTunes, yeah. too many and, and to you'll list have a blast. Right now. <laughs> two. two. <laughs> yes, two. Two too many. <laughs> All right. It, it was a bunch of fun. We talk about arcades and Applebee's and the, the CW show Arrow. So uh, just, yeah. just start the damn thing. Thanks for listening remember than what the actual name <laughs> yeah i always fuck it up whenever i would intro luke i would just be like oh fuck uh how to stop worrying about aids and wear a condom uh is that what the show's called <laughs> which is fuck. more accuracy than i get in most of the intros <laughs> yeah well, these are it doesn't help you do have a very john holmes the porn star mustache not the yes. not the dead 70s comedian or whatever my best friend says <laughs> my husband john yeah. Is this you now? Is this is this your look? Have you um, solidified? Like you're about look, to turn thirty, I've so been, like it, you're about yeah. to be you for the rest of your life. Is this it's it? It's like an opposite Cinderella thing or an Animorphs thing. Once you, I stay in it when I turn thirty, like right. it's permanent. Right. So, um, I think so. I never, <laughs> I never heard that. When you turn thirty, like this is you now. Yeah, pretty so much, man. I've got this long hair and this mustache and the beard. This is not a beard. This is just not shaving. So right, exactly. You've this you've is, got. This is what I'm gonna look like forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah this you're is not you get for less the most lazy part. about shaving. You're 30. <laughs> this is true. And I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> You've spent t- like 12 years as a legal adult forming habits as an adult, learning lessons, okay. changing things when it becomes dire, sure. but now you're 30. I'm 30? I'm, yeah. The only people yeah. that change after 30 are like, you know, miracle moms <laughs> <laughs> and heroin addicts that are like finally kick it at 42. Yeah. You know what is I mean? I want to look yeah. like this and want to kill stray cats forever now? <laughs> this is the fuck. This is it? I'm so toast. This is it, man. You can't fix it. the stray cat <laughs> thing. You could get a haircut, but we're not betting no. on it. <laughs> yeah. I bet there's odds for that on betonline.ag. Do I do my podcast reads now? Is this- uh, <laughs> hey, if you, if you want to kick us your sponsor for an hour <laughs> and just keep the money we just want to seem professional that's, you know, yeah that's perfectly fine the reads we'll get, we'll get ready for the ebay sneakers read it's coming <laughs> and we have to stop halfway through and put in the live cbd ad insertion drop so Dude, i like uh there was a podcast that did anti-ads and they're like we are gonna come at you until you sponsor us look chevy 
sucks. <laughs> like, it's the worst car ever made. And these ads will continue until you sponsor us. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> that's the best thing I've ever heard in the world. Yeah. Because you see so many content creators that like have a product on their TikTok or their YouTube or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're like, not a sponsor, not a sponsor, not a sponsor. But if they were, here's a few things I'd like to say. <laughs> yeah, we need more of just that. Just lie and say, I like this thing. You don't have to get paid for it. You can be right. a human and not just a content creator. It's a weird thing. Oh, man. No, that doesn't, that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. People aren't people. Yeah, you're right. They just make stuff. We have microphones in our pockets at all time. We must create content. Feed the Amazon beast. Oh, my God. What if in the near, like, like way distant future, right? Okay. 200 years into the future, the CIA, who has been collecting all this data on us through our phones, sure. takes that and buys Disney. And then they, cre- they, they start creating all media that actually facilitates the control of the population through entertainment. You know, I th- Ooh, that's that big. is big, but I think in the ba- in the end in the end times, which is coming, uh, it's just going to be a t- <laughs> which we are currently <laughs> in in, a- in, the, in in the end times. Yeah, did you know that wearing a mask is a mark of the beast? That's what I read on QAnon. I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm a big fan. And I had no idea my mom was in QAnon. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. That's where I found my parents. Did you know there's a misconnections part of QAnon? No, my parents are all the time. Um, I thought I was an orphan, and then I joined QAnon. <laughs> and now my family is a shaman. Uh, uh, it's just going to be like a Kong versus uh, Godzilla-like battle between Disney and Amazon to control everything. Oh, yeah, there's absolutely. no doubt in my mind. As many billions of dollars that have been thrown around and kids making content for them. That's and then Elon doing. Musk and Joe Rogan are going to narrate the fight. <laughs> I like yeah, this. Yeah. I like this a lot. And then Stephen H is going to be yelling in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone else is just huddled around garbage. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, just, it's just Jeff Bezos and whoever else in a giant mech suit. <laughs> it's Bezos's frozen head in a mech suit. Like yes. Ted Williams. <laughs> Fucking battling out Mickey Mouse in a Kong suit. Yes. Yeah, that's the move. And we'll be in the middle of like COVID twenty four. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. In the Kong suit is just a shitty gorilla suit that it like doesn't even have muscles. It's just like hanging off. (laughs) Like an ill fitted Halloween costume. You know how you you know how like you can go to the mall and get one of those NES things that has like a hundred and fifty thousand bootleg Nintendo games in it. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine that the suit that has the knockoff King the knockoff Donkey Kong is what we'll be fighting in that battle. (laughs) (laughs) It's like it's like what gets used in a prank show when they scare ladies. At the <laughs> it's that suit. <laughs> Why are the nipples the same color as the rest of the suit? I don't understand. <laughs> what is that guy in a gorilla suit eating a Godiva for? <laughs> What's he doing over there? Kong doesn't have a debit card. <laughs> He's just putting bananas on the counter to pay for all the chocolates. Like, this he isn't does, good here. He does have a gift card to Auntie Anne's pretzels, though. That's what he does have. He just walks up, excuse me, can I just get the hot dog and not the pretzel around it? No, they're shipped to you like that? Fine, I'll go to Nathan's. Take off the costume. This prank doesn't work if everyone sees you beforehand. <laughs> I know you're on break, but... Oh, man. Oh, shit. 
Well, that's probably one of the most fun openings that I've, we've had on this show. I have to say, it's right up there with Dead Dog. It really is. Oh yeah. Your your dog dying in Blake's episode was one of the best <laughs> openings that we've ever had. Yeah, I didn't mention it on purpose, and then I hit record. And I'm like, so my dog died. <laughs> it's like, wow, we're coming out hot, huh? Yeah. Uh, did you get that dog cremated or just bury it in a, like an old boot box out back? I, as, I assumed that the vet threw it in their mass grave. What? <laughs> yeah. Jesus, do you have a German vet? <laughs> it's all German shepherds and then my little Yorkie. <laughs> <laughs> no, we will say cat of the dog. We will put him out with the other dogs that are not German shepherds. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> Most <laughs> of the times it's lethal injection in vets, but this time they gassed him. I don't know why. <laughs> and I checked my dog after. He had these weird number on his paws. (laughs) (laughs) They have little striped pajamas for him. They gave him back his collar, but they kept his tag. It just has this star on it now. And And as you're leaving, treat yourself to some complimentary soap. (laughs) And then he just gave me his loose teeth and like a a denture container and shaking them at me like, Vifo do studies! It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Luke, I have no idea how like long we're gonna keep bringing up your yeah, dead dog, but I hope it never ends. <laughs> never forget, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna have to buy another dog because I'm running out of material. <laughs> well, luckily I haven't got into killing dogs yet, so if you need yeah, any help with that, get into it. I can do that. Are you a pet person? Do you have pets at home? Hello, Kiki. Uh, Ezra is my cat. Vinny's Alicia's cat. We found okay. them together at the SPCA, and they Aww. were cuddled up with each other. And like, oh, this is so cute. We're taking them home because, like, well, we had a cat before that. His name was Arrow, like Aerodynamics, like the Daft Punk, song. like the show. Okay, <laughs> wow. <laughs> nope, not like the show. Nope, for sure. The two robots that that made me fall in love with house music. Um, not whatever show you're talking about. I'm going to go run into traffic. The show that um, ran, it ran for six seasons, and it was six seasons too long on the CW. Yep, yep. People watch the CW? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, They've been getting kicking. a lot of traction out of that ever since Smallville. Smallville, what, you got the Flash? You know, I yeah. actually like Batwoman, but then that lesbian quit. No. And- non-binary bisexual Amber Ro- Wait, was it Amber Rose or Rose? It was Amber Rose. Wait, Amber Rose is the one that ruined Kanye. Wait, what do you mean ruined oh, him? I like had sex had with him name. and now his dick doesn't work? No, like she broke his heart more than Kim. Yeah, remember oh. when he waits and heartbreaks when Kanye's mom died? And then he, like, there's, uh, there's also, he was, like, talking about how he was in pain. Like, I miss you. I love you. It was about Amber Rose with RoboCop. I'm, like, 50 years behind music. Like, Mm. my last playlist I made that I'm really jamming to was, like, early 2000s, like, The Offspring (laughs) and Green Day. Well, newsflash, that's not 50 years. That's like 20 years, man. Yeah, but I said that. I'm like, I don't know when Kanye was, so let's push it back a little more. Well, Kanye I thought you were going to start talking about Earth, Wind, Kanye and Fire. Kanye was at this point. So. <laughs> Kanye's from 20 years from now, man. <laughs> yeah, but RoboCop, I don't want no RoboCop. That's about, that sounded more Little Wayne than Kanye. Uh, he did a music video where he like had mannequins and like cut out pictures of Amber Rose and put them on what? the head and never released the music video. It's... Disturbing to say the least. I'm sure so she ruined Kanye and she won't ruin Batwoman on the CW. Those are, I think, they're two different people. 
Okay. Because uh, I know w- they both have Rose. Amber Rose is the, yeah, okay. Amber Rose is the one with the big old titties that dated Kanye. Okay. And she then was, the one who played Batgirl is different. I'm looking Wait, back. so there's two different Amber Roses? And it was Batgirl. Right, Batgirl. Bat, sorry, Batwoman, guys. Uh, thank you very much. Get it, <laughs> get it together. I don't want to get canceled. We were right with Rose. Ruby Rose played Batgirl. Ruby Rose. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Strong well. chin. <laughs> what? Dude, she was yeah. powerful. Yeah, I know. That's, I'm not discrediting that. I'm just saying that's a strong chin. I don't oh. see that as a strong chin. I that see that a, as a... That's a strong feminine chin. That's an angular Dude, face. She was so mm. powerful that I watched the CW. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fair enough, man. That's true. Good on you. Uh, yeah. Ru- uh, Ruby Rose, Batwoman, Amber Rose, Kanye. Ruined Kanye. Well, okay. Yeah, well, Kim d- f- finished the job, so. Fatality. Yeah, this is Amber Rose. Here you go. See? Big old stinky knocks. Oh, Some sweaty yeah. danglers. She's got him. Oh, and she got a forehead tattoo. I forgot about that. Wait, Hell what's yes. on her forehead? Uh, I forget exactly what it says. It's like something slash, but it's like, oof. Oh, my God. Wow. It's like the cursive from that Sublime <laughs> album cover. Yeah. And she's got. She's just got the Joker tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, broken? <laughs> it just says Jared Leto. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> and then on her chin underneath, it just says, 30 seconds to Mars! <laughs> Dude, I knew a girl in high school who had, it was the Deathly Hallows tattoo on the inside of one elbow, and then the 30 seconds to Mars tattoo on the other elbow, and she just got them because they were both vaguely triangle-shaped. <laughs> wow. Does she work at a PetSmart? Uh, That's just my guess. I'm pretty sure she did. She yes. did time in a pet smart. Wow. <laughs> did time. Speaking of, a- let's circle back around. Talk about your pets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> full circle. Wow. We're good at podcasting. The Mobius <laughs> strip of interviewing Billy DeVore. Yeah, uh, my cats are very sweet. So Ezra Vinny had a cat before that named Arrow. Aerodynamics. Not the TV show, the Daft Punk song, The Robots. So... And we're back. And we're back. We're back to <laughs> yes. where we were before we were talking about Amber Rose and her <laughs> forehead. Tattoo? Why did we go? Why did we go down the CW? Ro- Don't go down that road. Just you know that's what, the you know, pet cemetery. <laughs> Judd Hirsch. You know what the CW stands for? No, Jed Cramble. I mixed the character and the actor. I'm you sorry. fucked it up again. Oh my god. The CW. Don't go down CW that road. CW stands for can't. Won't. Did you know? <laughs> Fun fact. Um, but uh, we, we, Arrow was a Go Bananas parking lot cat. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. And then there was one day after. Before like, their shelter got invaded by raccoons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I might have had something ears. to do with that. I unleashed my army. Um, <laughs> I kill stray cats so I can release the brains inside the raccoons. You're to be replacing my every cat with a raccoon. Yeah, it's, that's makes the sense. End goal. That's makes right. Sense. No more cats. No more cats. <laughs> just trash pandas. Um, and we got this cat, and like we had him for like a year. And then one day we like I was working at Cincy Shirts on Main, the old location, and I get a call, and and it's Alicia, my wife. Uh, my wife and uh, thank you Borat for coming out last year so I could say my wife uh, 
and I'm on the phone with her, and sh- and she was like, uh, she was like, <laughs> hey, you're never gonna believe what happened. I'm like, hello, to start, don't have to cry. And she was like, the cat attacked me, and I was like, what? She's like, yeah. I was cleaning the box and it came up and dropped on me. And I was like, that's hilarious. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) She's like, it's so funny. And I could put the phone down because I was laughing so hard. And she walked down the street and showed me and she like scratches on her. I'm like, what happened? She goes, I was just cleaning his box and he got me. And I was like, okay, this sounds like something you did Which box was she cleaning? (laughs) Oh, wow. The one that cat shits in? Okay, I got to be more specific. Okay. Um, Also a male cat. So that joke didn't work. No, it didn't land. It's fine. I'll live. Uh, She did. Cat, we'll find out at the end of the story. Um, Oh, no. So a couple days go by. And, like, she goes and she's, like, cleaning the box again. And he's, like, standing over top of her going, like, and I was, like, okay. She leaned forward, went to scoop, and then leaned back and actually put her her elbow on his paw. He went, <laughs> leapt, jumped on her arm and started scratching her arm. And then I grabbed him and had to pull him off, threw him down. Then he ran up and jumped on me and started scratching my legs. And so I had to grab him. And I chucked him. And then we went to the bathroom and shut the door. And we were in there for a good hour and a half. Because every time we would open the door and look out, I would be like, hey, buddy. And then Alicia would like put her head out and be like, hey. And then you go, (laughs) and then leap. I'm not kidding. Four (laughs) feet into the air, put his paws into the door, and we would slam the bathroom door and it would just, and he would slide down. And eventually we had to be like, calm him down. And I eventually like Googled, like, how to calm down a cat. (laughs) Same way you do a bowl, like a towel, and just like shake it in front of him. And I moved the cat into the bedroom. Shut it and then like let him live there for like twelve hours. Eventually, open and he was like, "Meow, I'm fine." And so it out. is like Pet Cemetery. It gets <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> Day later, um, I'm in bed. Alicia gets up. She goes to the bathroom and she uh, she looks in the shower and she's like, "Hey, babe, the cat pooped in the shower. Should I clean it up right now?" I said, "I wouldn't touch any type of poop from him at the moment." And she's like, "Ah, he'll be fine. I'll get it." She scoops it up into not just like her bare hands but like into some <laughs> toilet paper <laughs> right and then puts it in the toilet flushes it and then turns and he's sitting there just going and she goes oh no billy billy and by the time i get up and like wipe my eyes i look over and the cat has from the ground leapt five plus feet in the air and latched onto her face Oh my god. I had to grab the cat off of her face and Tom Brady chuck chuck him down the hallway (laughs) and then pull her into the bedroom and slam the door. And at that point the cat was claws out, jumping at me at my face from halfway across the hallway. Very athletic cat. Shut the door just in time and it claws down the door. We are living on in Main Street at the at, at this point, like uh, right, right above motor, diagonally from motor, like around that corner on 15th. And uh, I'm like, what do we do? And my wife looks at me. She's got like, Alicia's got two scratches under her eye and the cat clawed the corner of her mouth open. And oh. when she opened her mouth, you could see into her cheek. <coughs> oh. oh my God. And at this time she was like working oh. at the Eagle. So she was like, I can't go, I can't go into work. I'm like, no babe, we need to go to the hospital. And she's like, you're right. I'm like, well, what do we do about the cat? I'm like, well, we're on Main Street. There are fire exits on t- the front of the building. <laughs> Let's call the SPCA, have them come up. We'll have them come up there and have a professional take out the cat. And he was like, right. okay, 
I was, she was like, okay, that's fine. She goes, I'm going to also walk down to the Eagle and show him my face. <laughs> Tell him I can't work today. <laughs> she walks in. Her boss is at the at the host stand. Alicia walks in, and the host is just like, oh, my God, what happened? She goes, my cat attacked. And she went, enough. You can take off. You didn't need to come down here. We would have believed you. And then she was like, but look, and opened her mouth and pointed so you could see oh the inside God. of her cheek. The She's like, I should just fire you. And she didn't. Um, but, <laughs> um, I had to wait for the SPCA to come. The SPCA came and climbed up three stories of fire escape like ladders. Holy smoke. Came in with gloves and everything and like grabbed him and like, and like we are, he was like, "Where's the cat?" I'm like, "I don't know. I've been in here for two hours. It's somewhere in our apartment, <laughs> which is two floors." And he was like, "I got this." Puts on like big, thick gloves, like Carhartt gloves, and has a cage and like the thing you would see in like a typical like '40s cartoon with like the dog catcher, like that whole thing yeah, with, the the stick pole with the loop and the yeah. thing and the the hoop on it. Yeah, goes in, goes down the first floor. He goes, "Hey, there you are, little guy." Okay, and then you just hear, Row. he goes, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> and then you see him battling and like rolling around. I was like, "My boy!" He's like, he gets him in the cage, and then we never got him neutered. And that that's important because that was the first time he ever sprayed, and he sprayed on a dude trying to put him in a cage. <laughs> then he was a man. That's his bar mitzvah. That was arrow, <laughs> sweet little arrow. So here's the end game of the. Here's what happened. We end up take. They end up taking him and like we got him in the the van outside, shaking and like just ramming his head into like the front of this cage. And I was like, "There's something wrong with this cat. This isn't my cat. You think? This isn't my cat." Because <laughs> you know what I would do whenever I would just be in bed and I'd wake up and he'd be slaying on the end. I'd go arrow and he would look at me. I'd pull out my phone and he would pose for Instagram. Oh, oh, awesome cat. And then all of a sudden that fucking happened. So. We end up the cat gets sent out to a lab and like they they euthanize him, oh. and the, I get a call the day after they euthanize him, and they go and this lady goes hello is this uh, William John Devore I was like yeah and they go uh, you're Arrow's dad and I was like yeah and they were like okay well we did a we did a full decap on your cat and uh, didn't see that he had any type of rabies or anything I'm like excuse me a full decap she goes yeah yeah we cut the head off the cat and then we oh, cut open yeah. its skull and study the brain Rock. I was like. Full decap. You shorten this like like I'm ordering something from Starbucks. <laughs> Did you get yeah. kicked out of doctor school for not having a bedside <laughs> manner? This is why you work for the government because of pets or whatever. You suck. A full decap. Yeah, full decap skim milk. That'd be great. It's like, fuck you. So here's what happened with that cat. That cat, why it started doing that, that those behavioral issues, is it would have seizures. And instead of like it like mini strokes or whatever in its brain, yeah. instead of having like seizures, it would go into a full fit of rage and start attacking. Oh my god! Yeah, you had a Hulk cat. I had a Hulk cat, so that's why two weeks later we got two cats. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Yeah, two weeks later we adopted two cats. <laughs> wow, you really bounced back from that trauma, yeah, huh? Really quick, <laughs> immediately. Yeah. You know how we can get over that demonic thing that we used to have? Yeah, let's get, let's get two. two more of and them. Sure, our logic was if we get two cats and they'll play with each other so they're never bored instead of just having one cat. Or that cat will kill the other cat so we have a sign before he yeah. starts clawing <laughs> our faces. That's right. You always need to have a fluff barrier in front of your own. It's so true. So 
Uh, yeah, I got two cats now. Oh, here's the crazy part. So like, that, there's a crazy part other than all the other, other crazy, crazy parts. So we had to go to Christ to get her stitched up because her mouth was open, a gash, if you will. Right. And uh, we go in and tell the doctor our story. Like, yeah, the cat attacked us and everything. She goes, hold on, let me step out in the hallway really quick. We hear her step out and she tells another colleague that's out there and they all just start belly laughing. No. Yeah. My, Sadistic. It was, they were like, yeah. And she got attacked by her own cat. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> and I'm like, why is health? Why do I have to pay for health care in this country again? That's insane. When I'm getting Don Rickles roasted out front. What the fuck is this? Yeah, dude. We we wrote Your a doctor letter. went out and did a tie five to her colleagues <laughs> before coming back and being like, all right, let's yeah. let's tie this knot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's the worst part. They fucked the stitch up because I think she was still like laughing inside. She's like, Oh my god, <laughs> no all the way and then they blamed her for her stitch falling out. Oh well, she moved. She moved. Yeah, she must she have moved. moved. She was being a bad patient. Yeah. I'm like, you're being a cunty doctor. <laughs> How about that, motherfucker? That's my rap name, Cunty Doctor. Dropping <laughs> bars. Yeah, I do nerdcore. I'm dumb, Cunty Doctor. Let's rap about space. Mm. Uh, that would be enough yeah. for me to be permanently a dog person. I mean, not that that can't happen with a dog, but the dogs are worse, man. They're yeah. they're dumb. They need to be. They need to have all the attention all the time. Yeah. They need to have to go. They have to go outside to poop. They like. Yeah. I may jump on you, lick on you. Cats are just like I could do this without you, which yeah. is what I love about it. They're kind enough to take their poop and put it in a sandbox so that you yep. can scoop it without grabbing it with a bag. Yeah. <laughs> I, yes, I have always lived out kind of in the country when I had dogs. So oh, oh, so you just yeah. let it be? Yeah, yeah the it's, one it's time easy is like <laughs> I'm go be free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, same thing. Yeah. Parents were raised on a ten-acre plot, but unfortunately, those same fucking habits transferred to when I lived in an apartment and we got a a lab Australian Shepherd mix yeah. from a pet store. So he came with a stomach virus and had violent diarrhea always. Oh, Didn't wonderful. even have to pay extra. <laughs> so all the grass in front of, uh, you know, my door and my neighbor's doors was dead <laughs> and yellow <laughs> and awful. And the old Russian guy that lived on the right of us was very angry all the time. Holy yeah, he, he, uh, I, I caught him trying to feed the dog something once. I was like, are you are you trying to poison my dog, bro? Are you trying to, trying to pull a fast one and put my dog down? <laughs> no. <laughs> you old KGB motherfucker. What are you doing? I'll put the shotgun away. <laughs> yeah, trying to feed your dog something. A bullet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Your dog died of lead poisoning. I don't know how. Like, Why does he have his face? <laughs> Yeah, that's one of the themes of the podcast, apparently. We were just talking about killing pets. Yeah, dead dogs. Death in general. Yeah. Like, it's just a common running thing, yeah. but, you know? Yeah, but I, I can't... Dying on stage. Yeah. I, on. Mean, I, have a, I mean, I can't have a dog downtown. Like, there are people that do have them, but yeah. I don't have that type of patience. It's even higher maintenance. In a downtown situation, right? Like I have a little, I have a little thing of grass across the street where I could just let it go potty, but then I have to put a leash on it. I yeah. have to walk it over, then pick it up and clean it. And right. Like, ugh. I feel like to be a good dog owner in a city, you have to bring that dog everywhere and just go to bars that okay are okay with having dogs. Yeah. I'm not that guy. I hate dogs at bars. Fuck you. Yeah. I think it's cute for three minutes, but then if it's there the whole time, no. Mm -mm. 
I the thing I have about it is I will step on that dog. Oh, 100 percent Yeah. Wait, wait, like on I'll purpose? Like awful. you make it a goal? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> the the nerve of this guy bringing his fucking dog into my house. <laughs> we'll see how that goes for him. No, I'm yeah. I'm a drunk. I trip over the mic cord every single week at my mic. <laughs> I'm gonna step on a dog. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't blame you, man. Uh, Seamer has a great. Used to have a great joke about it. He he's like, man, it never works. I'm like, yeah, because you're talking about kicking a dog in a bar. People are mad about it. But I'm on your side. I would do the same thing. God, I would kick a Yorkie at a bar, specifically yours, Luke. Your dead dog would be kicked at max. I think if you're kicking a Yorkie, you just call it punting. Like, <laughs> yeah. My uh, uh, Alicia's like best friend, Marty, uh, she like went to college with him, whatever, when, in Cleveland, and they were roommates, uh, but he got a chihuahua, and Alicia's like, oh, isn't that dog cute? I'm like, you mean that large rodent? That's no dog. You, yeah. can't, you yeah. can't trick me and tell me that's a dog. It's not. It's, not. it's a not. toy that's shaped like a dog <laughs> yeah. and acts like a dog on its worst day. <laughs> so exactly. I moved into a place and next door there's this little Finston house with a chihuahua and three-fourths of his life is just running out into the yard in the same exact spot and just barking his face off yeah. for like half the day. Gross. Tiny little monster. It's like no matter what my reaction is, I just try and be friendly. I'm like, hey, boy. And he's just like barking without changing it all. Yeah. It doesn't matter if I'm there or not. He's just yep. at full bark yep. 100% of the time. Dude, my, my growing up across the street, our neighbors had a chihuahua. And it was yep. awful. They would like, like the fence would be half open. So every morning, the chihuahua would run out and shit right in front of our front door. <laughs> and my dad was a, was a, is a firefighter, so like every morning when he had to go to work, he would open the door, step out, and his work boots would immediately go into chihuahua shit. <laughs> and, and he was like, and this after this happened for like six months, he was like, enough is enough. He went next door and he said, you need to shut the fence and not let your dog come over and poop in front of my door. If it happens again, you will never see that dog again. Next day, my dad gets up for work, opens the door. There is he steps out, steps in Chihuahua dog shit. The next day, that dog was never seen again. What? Oh my no God. clue what happened to that dog, but it's gone. So it runs in the family. Yeah, <laughs> murdering animals. It's in my blood. Well, I'm 30. I've got this mustache and thirst for dog blood and some, dog blood. Some. Son's activities are going hunting with their father and killing animals <laughs> that way. We do it a little differently at the DeVore household. <laughs> it's like the most dangerous game, but with canines and felines. Suburban hunting. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, God, I just shit. I can't wait to murder another animal. Ah, just that thrill. The thirst. <laughs> I'm getting canceled for this, huh? <laughs> oh, man. It's over. I'm fucked, guys. I think, I mean, if nobody's been canceled from our podcast yet, that's... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely been far worse things. Lee and I have said a bunch of shit uh, on our know, podcast, <laughs> and we I can't been think touched. of anything that anyone would have a problem with that we have said on this podcast. What are you talking about? We had Tremarco on the show. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You had him on here before me. I am actually pissed. <laughs> Legitimately pissed. You had that half a brain on here? Really? Wow. 
My album went number one on iTunes, and he's on the list, uh, number one on a most wanted list for a lot of reasons. Look, Cincinnati has got a lot of talent. There's some A-listers, some B-listers, and some C-listers. And then there's me. I get it. And then we want to space out those A-listers. Okay. We don't want to just run through them all at once yeah. and then just have this. It's called long, longitude. Longitivity. It's called longitivity. What's it, what's it called? <laughs> yeah, it's called. It's called lengthivity. Let's <laughs> make it up words. It's stenography. <laughs> well, welcome to Word Salad, the podcast. Wow. This. <laughs> this is a symptom. <laughs> yeah, it's like fruit salad, but is it? It's Jello. <laughs> Word salad. I'm committed. Committed. <laughs> When did you guys learn the phrase work? I've in psychology class. Just really? Now. Are you for real? I've never heard word salad before. It's a oh. real word that they use to like diagnose crazy behavior when it comes to verbiage. Really? Yeah. Yeah. If Isn't that fascinating? If your Broca's area is fucked up in your brain and you can't form words and but you can form thoughts. You'll just make sounds or just it's like random words put together, and you'll be talking and know what you're saying, but it'll just come out did, as the as word salad. Did you just say broke Azaria? Yes. That sounds like if Hank Azaria never was on The Simpsons. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> there's that broke Azaria over there. Too bad he never did them 500 voices. I love that Luke just gave you a very intelligent explanation of a word, and you heard broke his area. All right, I got some for that. We'll wait till he's done talking. Ramble a little bit more while I make this connection and dump. No, you immediately said it, and then I thought of the joke and didn't hear anything else you said. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing else. I'm like, broke his area. That's gonna be pretty good. I gotta go when I'm loaded, and he's done talking. Good. Did his lips stop moving yeah. for three seconds and pull the trigger? I think he's making word salad right now. You're five miles away on a hill. Stop breathing and... You said broke his area, then I heard... Wah, 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 and I was like, yeah. Lie and wait, motherfuckers. Yeah. Lie and wait. And then I was just thinking, oh yeah, Bart's voiced by a lady. Did you know that, Nancy Carthright? And then it was just like, oh, he's done. I can say the joke now. Yeah, I, would, I would make the worst sniper... Because if I actually snipe someone, I would celebrate so hard. I'd be in my, I'd be in my ghillie suit, and I would jump up and down and be like, "Fuck yeah, got him!" <laughs> it's been like a week sneaking through jungle just to be behind enemy lines and then just immediately blow my cover after I get one guy. I could just see eight-year-old Luke playing Silent Scope at a Dave and Buster's and gets one kill. And he's like, "Yeah." Got him. Have a Civil War mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Headshot. <laughs> and then there's just me behind you giving you a wedgie. <laughs> Nerd! Let's go play whack-a-mole. I'm gonna win that bike. <laughs> yeah, the jock game, whack-a-mole. <laughs> yeah, the most jock game at the barcade. Come on. <laughs> I think the I think the real nerd game was the one. I tried to capitalize my ticket gains Ooh. with that little, you remember the circle of lights where you try hey, and stop it right button. in the middle? Yeah, yeah, the most rigged game in the fucking joint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but 
You I mean, thought you, get, you were Rain Man with it, didn't you? Even if you didn't get the middle one, you could get 10, 12 tickets right, per, every time per on a run, and you're not no. getting that at skee-ball. Well, what are you, you're not well, running up the ramp and just jamming it in the 500 hole? <laughs> yeah, you just got a friend that you're tossing it That's to. That's what I'm saying, straight. man. Skee-ball's <laughs> where it's at. You do that until you notice that management has noticed you, yep. and then you end your game, and you bow out. You go to the other Dave & Buster's yeah. 12 <laughs> miles away. You cash in your tickets, yep. homie. Yep. I'm getting a bike. Yeah. A bike that hasn't moved for 12 years <laughs> that's mine it's like how did the chain rust all the way up there <laughs> that is a bike statue that's what that's become <laughs> that bike is technically a no speed <laughs> it's just puffy in memoriam yeah. oh my god man all right so okay this has been too much fun there's and no such we- thing what are you talking about well, we have a point that we have to get to at some point. I, that's just what I do with my baseball podcast as I do this. We, Lee and I do this for an hour, and then 15 minutes, like, oh, yeah, the Reds are in big dream <laughs> right now. What's baseball doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's let's just abandon the premise. Let's abandon the name. Lee and I did that a think, while ago. How do you think our You mean you guys? <laughs> we have real producers. Dude, Tanner? if the Urban Artifact people listen to this, we... I don't know. Not be on the radio ever. Yeah, (laughs) that one guy seems to be really on his game, though. I guarantee he's at least listened to something. Do they have to censor it too? Like if I go like, no, I censor it. He does all the work. That's why they like us. That's why they don't care what we do. I'm like, we talked about jacking (laughs) off for five minutes, and this is technically an NPR channel, so I'm gonna be as nice as I can to you guys. Please, you're gonna have to censor this. Ready? Mark the time. Fuck! 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 Yeah. Fuck, fuck. Oh, I thought, dude, we should lay down a sick rap beat. <laughs> and it's just, it's just the F and K syllables once I'm done. Yes. <laughs> I've been thinking about this. Like, you know, Wheeler Walker Jr.'s, like, you know, dirty country, parody country, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that with house music and just do, like, jokes oh, and then mix the beats in. Oh, mix dude. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of house music lately because Daft Punk broke up two weeks Rip. ago. Yeah. And they're like, I have a bunch of their stuff on vinyl. Alicia, like, Alicia's favorite song is Electric Love. Hell yeah. Uh, we named our cat after Daft Punk, R.I.P. So now I... all three of them are dead. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just got into that. And it's actually like just mushroomed out into a bunch of other shit. And I was like thinking like, I wonder if I could do this with like fart jokes. <laughs> so, what if I got an 808 and just sampled myself, just like queef, 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 come? Like that could be the whole song. We have to have censor you, all that too. That'll be fun. Have you yeah. ever like sat down and before? Like you ever tinkered around yeah, on GarageBand like, yeah, or anything? Ago. Like, bro, a while, a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's so like people don't realize how easy it is to just like make. If you listen to a lot of music and you know how shit should sound, right. most programs are like, here, here's some dummy help here. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you want to be in the key of G? Press these two buttons. Now you're in the key of G and you can't get out of it. Dude, if you Google Dr. Will Styles, S-T-Y-L-E-Z, 
that is a track I made back in 2009. No on way. Garage Band. Oh, yeah. And I put it on YouTube. It has like 12 views. Yeah. <laughs> so once you drop this episode, I hope it gets to 15 views. Bare minimum. I'm going <laughs> to listen to it at least three times. So. <laughs> There's a little choppy part at the end where I was trying to figure out the transition. I was like, fuck it. It's fine. I'm high. I'm 19. Who cares? I look published. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I've already been through two community colleges at that point, too. I was like, hell yeah. Oh I'm going to make it with this DJ garage band shit. <laughs> Wait, you went to two community went colleges? To four. You went Ooh. to four community yeah, you colleges. you heard that joke I have on my album? Of course I have, but I'm creating a pretense because the listeners may not oh, know you. Fine. yeah. It's called conversational nice rhythm, scene. Billy Warren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up, Luke. <laughs> you don't know my secrets. <laughs> it's like, I'm not spending 10 bucks on Billy's album on iTunes. Fuck that. Um, I've heard these jokes enough. Go out and buy Billy's album on iTunes. Mm -mm. It's <laughs> don't. Don't buy it. Just cancel me instead. That'll be that'll be better. Then I can move. <laughs> Did you have the same major at all four colleges? What is a major? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, my mom was just like, "You're going to community college." I was like, "What about art school? What I want to do?" She's like, "Nah, you're going to community college." I was like, "Wait, wait, what? wait, wait, wait." She was like, "Liberal arts." I was like, "I guess this is what I do now." <laughs> yeah. That's exactly how I ended up in Bible college. Yeah. I swear to God. My, my mom was like, you're going to do great things for God. And I was like, well, do I have to go to school for that? And she goes, you better. Oh, geez. I'm like, but I, I have a Bible. Yeah. <laughs> I've been going to church for years. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Admittedly, the textbooks are less yeah. expensive than that. You just have to stay at a hotel room. Yeah, it's like, I have all of the director's cuts of this version of this book. Like, I'm good. Right. We have the passion in widescreen, yeah. Mom. I'm covered. You know how Blade Runner has three cuts? Well, the Bible has seven. <laughs> I hate that I know things like which translation of the Bible is considered most accurate, depending on which denomination you ask. Yeah, exactly. Like if you ask the if you ask people that are like Baptist, like Independent Baptist, Southern Baptist, all those folks, every single one of them are like, "Yeah, that NIV that everybody likes so much, mm, super wrong." <laughs> right. You're reading for dumb people. Exactly. It's like the Bible for dummies. Yes. One hundred percent. It's more of the di the Bible for dummies than the actual book, the Bible for dummies. Yeah. Yeah. That was one I had to buy for a class. I'm not kidding. You're serious. <laughs> it was at the Family Christian Bookstore, which is where I bought all my textbooks. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You bought your textbooks right next to the VHS copies of Bible Man. Yeah. <laughs> and the adventure, <laughs> the Odyssey of Adventure or whatever. So many veggie tales were next to things that my professor wrote. Yeah. Do you guys remember... <laughs> My professor was Larry the Cucumber. <laughs> yeah. You remember the Bible Man version of the Joker that was like the yeah. Quibbler? <laughs> <laughs> and he's yellow. Yeah. And he's like, well, you be, have to be careful about how you talk or Bible Man's going to come kick the shit out of you. <laughs> Why did he have a lightsaber? Oh, yeah. yeah. Bible Man had a lightsaber. Because he had to draw the, the kids in. It's his sort of truth. That's right, because yeah. the Bible is the sort of, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, and then the shield of just, oh, man, I'm having BBS flashbacks. Oh, yeah. Take oh, me there, baby. Vacation Bible school. Did you guys do that shit? Dude, I went to, yeah. where I went to school was also where I went to church. 
back from third through sixth grade. So I was homeschooled from kindergarten through second grade. Then third grade through sixth grade, I went to a private Christian school, which was also my church. But then where I was in classes for all of that, I was in an outdoor trailer that you see on like a construction site with the office. Yeah. So I, my parents paid for me to go to school in a trailer <laughs> next to a church that was also a school which is now defunct. Wow. So I do comedy and sell T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing against homeschool kids, but most of the ones who I hear about are some type of performer, either either adult performer or comedian. Yeah, you, they're just very expressive people. That's well, we got to get our pain out somehow, and we might as well make other people listen about it. What year did you stop being homeschooled? Uh, let me think here. So. Second grade was you're like six, right? So that's 1996. Okay. Uh, 97. Okay. Yeah, 97. So you didn't get to experience homeschool homecoming. No, I did that's the a field real trip. Thing. Saddest thing ever. Field trip. Yeah, you guys never did the field trips with like all the other homeschool kids. Oh, I wasn't homeschooled. <laughs> Wait, were you yeah. homeschooled? I can't. No, but I dated a homeschool girl in high school for like six years. That was in my youth group at church. Wow. Everyone thought that we were going to be like a power couple for Christ and shit. Oh, <laughs> and like, because I was, everyone was like, "Yeah, he's gonna, gross." A power couple for Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's revisit that. Yeah. A very big lady from Texas said that to us. Wow, that's a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a matching Mister Misses. Like you get at Myrtle Beach. I, okay, I, feel, I feel like you walk out into an auditorium to preach, and those words are like up on the screen, like a power couple for Christ. <laughs> <laughs> We've been touring the Midwest. <laughs> For months, just preaching the good word to these people. Yeah. <laughs> Little Rock, Arkansas, how are you? We're the power couple for Christ. But first, take these pills. <laughs> and we still haven't fucked yet. We're going to be the power married couple for Christ in a bit, but changing the name's not going to be great for marketing. So until then, we're just going to be, we're going to have a we real weird energy behind our eyes. Yeah. We're polyamorous, as in the only people we let into our bedroom are the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and they come into both of our bedrooms, both of our separate bedrooms. Have you ever seen the Holy Spirit peg your husband? I'm telling you. It's something else. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Yeah. So yeah, so she was homeschooled. <laughs> and she probably still doesn't know what pegging is. Oh no, she's married now and I'm she fairly certain she does. Jesus got Ooh. pegged based to the cross. on the dude that she married. Oh no. Yeah. Hell yeah, that's tight. But like the uh yeah, it was no, it wasn't homeschool. It wasn't homeschool homecoming, forgive me. It was homeschool prom. Which is oh, just like an extra half layer of sad. Yeah. Uh, but it was literally just like a church group that that reached out to like a homeschool community forum of some kind. It was like, hey, we're putting together a prom. Have your kids dress up, bring dates. We'll have food. Tickets are this much. Wow. They just organized an event and reached out to the homeschool community. They just like, fired it out to 4chan. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Cool. It's out there on Omegle, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, what a pool. I know. Can you give me a sample of that playlist? Just yeah. two or three songs. Um, it was it was uh it was a lot of the standard hit. Jars you know? of Clay. Uh, no. Like I'm talking like secular deed. Oh, weird. 
Yeah. Huh. Um, that was that was the most jarring thing to me and and you know my girlfriend at the time mm-hmm. because like we walked in there and uh, we hear immediately to the windows to the wall. Oh wow! <laughs> and I looked at her and she was like, "Okay, so this is different." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I was, and like, she was homeschooled. Like, you know, all of her friends were at her. Right. I went to public school. Right. And I was, I, I lived two completely different lives where I was perfect church boy on Sundays. And then Monday through Friday, I was an arrogant asshole that got suspended from school for a humping sousaphone. <laughs> so. You were cool. Right. I walked in. I was ready for it. She walked in and she was, she was bristled. And then there was a couple there that got a scholarship for wearing a duct tape outfit. Duct tape prom dress, duct tape tuxedo. I remember that. It went viral. Yeah, Yeah, they did that. uh, And and they were like the talk of the whole place because everyone was like, this is amazing. How long did it take? How much money did they get? Oh, my God, you look amazing. I love your tie. (laughs) (laughs) That was the whole fucking night. And uh, that and uh, pigs in a blanket. That was it. Homeschool prom. Wow. No fingering, huh? No. I'll never forget the night that my niece was born because that was when I got my first candy. Wow. A strong transition. That's a great transition. Is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so bombing, huh? No. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time I bombed. I didn't come. Billy, when did you first finger? Oh, when, when? man. How far back you want me to go? Because you said, oh, you know, I was what, homeschooled. Is, uh, is that what is, they said? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cervix, please. <laughs> when was the first time I got down to finger it? Freshman year of high school? Oh, that's that's earlier than me. Yeah, that's. I was a horny little bastard. Pretty well adjusted, I would think, mm-hmm. right? I was I was a completely uh, torn up, wound down. I got suspended for humping sousaphones. Like I was very all over the yeah, place as far as escapades. wait, you you humped like the big tuba. And the person wearing it. <laughs> okay. Yes, I just imagine you alone, like in the instrument room, no. and grainy footage of you. <laughs> That's a big hole, yeah. but I think I can handle it. Yeah, the, the grainy footage is like Bigfoot, but it's just Lauren humping a Suze. You see here, he, he realizes the big hole's too big. This is where he goes to the mouthpiece. Watch this. Now, now he's really getting to work here. Now. And the best part about that Suzaphone wearer, her name was Suze. So Suze humping Suze. <laughs> Hell yeah. Getting getting my dues. It was freshman year of high school. Take us back. Oh, man, it was not the best. It wasn't good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it happened in her basement. Uh, Is that what she called her, her area? Hey, good one. I'm proud of that. Uh, freshman year of high school. And uh, in her parents' basement, we got done. And... Uh, <laughs> How nonchalant. We got done. We called it a day. My parents picked, my mom picked me up. She's like, how are you? I was like, stinky fingers. And she's like, what? I was like, turn up the radio. And very quiet ride home. And then, yeah, got back to school that that next day. And everyone was like giving me side eye. And I was like, what is going on? And someone's like, dude, I'm going to beat you up. I'm like, what? What? And they were like, yeah, uh, I heard what you did. I was like, what? Yeah, uh, You mean I fingered a lady? She was like, yeah, she said she didn't want it. I was like. No, that's not what happened at all. And, like, she went around what? school telling everybody that I, like, finger raped her. Oh, what? Yeah. And I Great got, question, uh, Luke. Yeah. Way to take yeah, us yeah, here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was the first person in Ohio, in the Southwest Ohio region to get canceled. Holy <laughs> crap, dude. That That's insane. Yeah. Uh, and then we eventually worked it out. And then I was like, and so, yeah, that was the first time okay, I fingered somebody. This- this may get sad, but did they not? 
did she not want people to think that she wanted you to feel Right, I think her. that's Kelsey. Oh, that what it was, was the, oh. Oh, so, Billy. And I didn't say anything to anybody, though, until, yeah. until she she got ahead of it. Oh, so no. So she had a good PR team. She got ahead of right, it. Right, right, yeah. She's like, did you hear what happened? And everyone's like, no, we weren't in your basement. So right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then she was like, "Well, Billy, Billy. put his gross ass hand inside yeah. and me." Did you know he chews on his nails? I found that out. Uh, <laughs> that seems thoughtful, though. You don't want those nails around. No, as you can tell, my nails are long now because I'm married. No, <laughs> but yeah, that's that was the first time. So thanks for yeah. taking me back to that. I appreciate it. I'd rather oh, talk about being old school. With- <laughs> <laughs> How about that, okay. Okay, second time you figured <laughs> Same girl, same thing happened, okay? Enough. Every time I fucked in high school, someone tried to cancel me. They're like, I gotta get ahead of it. Billy fucked me. Literally. Let's talk about that. Then comedy. I dated the. <laughs> and then I spited her by dating her friend for four years. Oh, damn. That's a power move. Yeah, well, we dated for on and off for four years, and that was she was cool. She was awesome. Then she went to college, and I went to something that resembled a college. <laughs> right, college life. Yeah, and then I broke up with her. I was like, you're going to be fine. And now she married the dude that she's been with since her freshman year of college. Oh, They have a kid, and they're good or whatever, according to yeah. Facebook, so... You and ever, you're killing pets. I am murdering <laughs> cats. You ever just feel good that you drive people into relationships? Oh, yeah, you're 100%. Like, yeah, for sure. I feel good looking at, like, I, I saw a friend. He posted from, like, high school. We were, like, acquaintances, whatever, and we went on, a, we went on like, a, a trip with my buddy, like a family trip, his family trip down, like, Norris Lake, and that's when I got to really know him aside from just waving at him in the hallway. And I looked and he posted on Facebook that he had a kid. And I was like, oh, man, he fucked. Oh, wait, he didn't fuck up. He's 30. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm yeah, right. old. That's how life happens. That's how it goes. And I looked in the mirror. I'm like, I'm starting the bulb. That's why I grow my, grew my hair out. This is like a, this is a panic. I, I can relate, Billy. Yeah. I can relate because my shit's hanging in my eyes. And that is 100% because of these very, very creeping peaks that I have. Oh. They're, they're almost behind my ears now. Yeah. They're almost like it, it, and oh, I just, I just, I, I, I know what my grandpa looked like, my mom's dad, and he was bald as shit. Oh, see, I just get thinning hair. Just I don't the, go full bald. I don't go like Costanza or Larry David. I just get like a thinning peak. It just looks like a dusty mountaintop. Yeah, see, I, I would love that, yeah. but I know that's not in my But future. I'm 30 and it's happening. I'm supposed to have at least uh, five more years of great it's life, hair. man. Yeah, I know. You got you got your you got your forever yeah. partner. Who are you trying to impress? The cat's a murderer. <laughs> 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 Call me pretty as I kill you. Yeah. Say you a full head of hair. They're like, snap. Uh, <laughs> I, I've got the creeping widow's peak, and for me. I, I don't have like a like a partner that I have a house with or like a, a wife. I have the grim specter of stop fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> Lock it up, Luke. Lock it up. Trick someone into loving you forever. That's all that love is. It's a masterful illusion of words. You yeah. need to come up with a palatable personality for three <laughs> yeah. months and lock something down. Lock it in. You were supposed to do that in March of 2020. That's how relationships are yep. f- were now formed. Yep. Yep. And then you're locked with them, locked in with them for like what was supposed to be two weeks for 13 months. Oh, now I'm just running through like moms and girls who tried meth once, and I'm just blocking. Mm. No- it's not good. Well, at least it's not good at the close to 30. <laughs> <laughs> at least it was just meth once and not continuous use. 
Uh, I it came with a personality type. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what you mean, stripper? Uh, I mean, I had to block a number. Oh wow, that's awesome. Wow. Uh, I feel like we we fell into the fingering someone tiger trap. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh man! Mm. Oh. The old oh. freshman Billy trap. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. No, except this time she was the one that fingered me. <laughs> Whoa! Hey, got a little no, process. No, it wasn't fingered me. It's like she had an addictive personality, and I just I felt used. Oh, it was, oh we, you were her man. Okay, yeah. what happened was we went to a gas station. I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if I bought, ex- bought one of those weird gas station pills? And they're like, oh, that would be really... Buy it. Oh, <laughs> no. So I have in my car a package of three extents. Oh. And a night of just... 20 minutes of fun and four hours of suffering. <laughs> oh my well, you God. you got them Jimmy Johnson pills. And <laughs> it was, don't do it. Your body gets hot. Oh, yeah. And, and it just doesn't go away. And <laughs> oh my God. Did you- I'm like, I want to go the, the fuck to sleep. Yeah, wait, did you pop? A bunch. Yeah, yeah you kept popping. Yeah, like it Pringles. was it was the worst. So I didn't want to. <laughs> but my body said I had to. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm just laying there. I'm like, just let me fall asleep and do whatever. Right. And oh, don't do it. it. Don't do it. But please take these extends pills from me if you want them because I need to. I don't want to throw them away. There were seven whole dollars <laughs> so just sitting in my glove compartment. Yeah, 25 cents more and that's a, that's hourly minimum wage federally. So yeah. and I'm going to be I'm going to be giving my grandma a ride and it's like, "Oh, there's well, napkins don't say in the that glove compartment." When you're compartment. talking about extends, you're yeah. going to give your grandma a ride? That's so weird. Oh, yeah, you yeah, freak of you know, a beast. You know, I bought some extends. I'm going to give my grandma a ride. You know, no big deal. It's like, "Dude, I'm going to throw up in my hands and eat it." What? Ew. Anyway, extends if you want to sponsor us, we'll stop talking about you. Dude, we you know what? You laugh now. We had Blue Chew as a sponsor for a hot minute. What? That's a professional really? ass sponsor. Yeah, Blue Chew was tight. And Wait, Manscaped. what is Blue Chew? What is that? Blue Chew, it's, a, it's the chewable ED pill that you don't have to get prescribed. You just sign up. Oh. They didn't send us any samples, so I was very mm. bummed. Oh my god. Yeah. I keep having these weird flashes of the future. Mm-hmm. I just had another one. Because eventually there are going to be gummies that are 500 milligrams of THC and 10 milligrams of Viagra. Well, I think that what you are talking about with the first half exists. Well, yeah, it's not obviously. Here because Ohio sucks. Yeah. With yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Dude, if I can, here's what I was thinking about this on the drive here. There was like a bunch of kids hot outside. <laughs> 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 um, no. I took an extends before Whoa. this. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting all sweaty thinking about this. There was a bunch of kids out in front of a Kroger waving like poster board. That was uh, that said like get your Girl Scout cookies here, and it's like if that can be a thing, why can't I also buy weed in Ohio? Because the right. cookies are more detrimental to my health than the weed can, Absolutely. and that's being pushed by children. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't go buy just like a joint at a gas station or whatever. Right. Come on. Or a freaking vending machine. Okay, maybe vending machines too. Too, too late. Well, you can get cigarettes out of a vending machine. In Ohio? Yeah, dude, the hub had a mach- has a machine. 
Uh, well, yeah, because that's a bar. Technically, there shouldn't be anyone in sure, there. Sure, but then why couldn't I just go over there and buy some sativa gummies out of the same vending machine? Agreed. Did get rid, rid of the one that was formerly McLeod's no, still there. machine? She shut it down, but it's not. she hasn't refilled it because she's like, cigarettes are too expensive. I'm not making you guys pay $10 a pack yeah. for me to make money. So you can just go to UDF. But it's the, right. the machine is still there for like the novelty of it. Oh, just oh a neat little... There's a little niche. <laughs> it's like yeah. an Applebee's. It's up on the wall. <laughs> it yeah. works. Sometimes we put chips in yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my good old chest flare. <laughs> you gotta have a lot of flair to be serving them fucking rib tips oh. that come in a bag that are deep fried. <laughs> I know my Applebee's. <laughs> oh. oh, Applebee's. I think that's the number one story that I tell about is the bit about you getting in a war with Applebee's on Twitter. Like, that's probably, like, any time that someone mentions Applebee's at work, I'm always like, you know, I know this comedian. I know this guy. <laughs> so here's a crazy backstory on that, too. So I worked at Applebee's for a year. Mm. Got fired from said Applebee's. Okay. After they heard the bit. After they heard the bit. No, this was pre-bit. This was pre-Billy doing stand-up comedy. This is like me working on my web series days. And, oh, wow. Uh, which I'll show you guys a clip afterwards that just turned 10 years old. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, so I was serving there and I was 20. And then at the time I was dating the bartender who was 21 and she was like the angry day bartender at an Applebee's. Hell yeah. You know, just the most angry people or anyone who is bartending during the day at a chain restaurant. Yeah. Easily. Like she would just come in and she'd be like, none of the prep was done from last night. This is fucking bullshit. All right. And then she would flip <laughs> over like a bucket that they would use to mop the floor. She said, I'm just going to sit here. I don't fucking care. I fucking hate this job. And she would sit there for two hours. People would be at the bar like, can I get a drink? She's like, fuck you. And I was like, I need to date her. <laughs> and I dated her for eight months. <laughs> but I ended up getting fired from there because I finally got into where the money shift was. Like if you serve at a chain restaurant, you can make bank. Yeah, you just yeah. have to know how to play the system and right. like, the add-ons and everything else. There's a guy who said, he worked there five days a week, and he said, if I don't make 100 bucks, it's a failed shift. And he yeah. would walk out Friday nights with 150200 in cash. Yeah. Yeah, so he would make, like, good money. Um, but th inside the ring, because, you know, there's, like, the the bar inside there, which is just, like, the saddest area at the Applebee's. Right. And then you spread it out, and then there's those bar tables that are around it. Yeah. Those yeah. are the money tables, because they're there to have a good time. Right. So you add, you do the add-ons like, oh, Dak, do you want a premium liquor with your daiquiri? They're like, hell yeah, it's our night out. And I was like, okay, cool. I had it one time, and I went, and the big thing is you have to do your ID checks. And what they would do is they would send people to Sting to make sure that you were checking IDs. I went, and there was this lady there with hair and a dolphin tattoo on her shoulder that was exposed. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy that they were trying to pass off as an age-inappropriate couple. And I was right. like, I was like, oh, what can I get you guys to drink? He was like, can I get a big, frosty Miller Lite? I'm like, gross. And then I look over to her, and she's like, I don't know, some kind of white wine? I was like, okay. And I turned, and I went to turn around. Can I check your right? And as soon as I turned around, they were both out of the restaurant, out into the car. Oh, and I was no. like... Oh, fuck. Damn. So I went into the office because I got called in and Mark was there. Who Mark was awesome. Big, fluffy, white mustache. Very proud Vietnam vet. 
right. who, when he wasn't on the floor, he'd be back in his office with his Vietnam vet hat on. And then when he went back out on the floor, he took it off and left it in the office. And he was like, Billy, with the Vietnam vet hat on, looked at me, he's like, you got stung, brother. And I was like, shit. He's like, you were a great employee until now. There's nothing I can do. And I was like, right. <sighs> so they're like, sign this over. And I was like, there's nothing. And they're like, no, nah, you're fired. I was like, damn it. So I left there with uh, with the the fire in my pit that was just, uh, that could not be quenched. So I always had a fucking sting for Applebee's. So I had it in my soul. It's like, I'm going to fucking get him one of these one days. Day. I one day. I want to see those interviews where they're like, we need people to look like underage drinkers. Yeah. And people come out and they're like, dolphin tattoo. You're exactly what we're looking for. <laughs> What's your name? Cherry? If you got the name of a fruit, you're perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where that background kind of came from, like where I had the inside knowledge. Yeah, to exactly. Take them down, you know? That's amazing. You have to, to hate something so much, you have to know everything about it, which is yeah. why I have every Dave Matthews album <laughs> <laughs> illegally downloaded on my laptop. Yeah, because <laughs> you have to know what you hate. Know your enemy. Yeah, you, that's what. Yeah, you can't just go crash. You can't just that's say. That's what I you hate. learned from your Vietnam vet boss. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you got to know him inside and out. I'm like, okay, I don't need to hear any more stories. <laughs> <laughs> He's just having flashbacks during rush. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the weeds, just like when I was in Pyongyang. <laughs> Get these apps out. <laughs> Hit the ground. <laughs> oh no! Get out these Agent Orange bites. <laughs> These what? <laughs> what did you just say, Mark? He's like, don't worry about it. I took my hat off. We're like, okay, Mark. Took my hat off. <laughs> oh, wild. So, yeah, Applebee's, that's that's a part that's of how I got, got to know that knowledge. I used to mention the bit that I worked there, then, like, that part never worked. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they don't want you to close to it. Yeah, you, you got to be at an arm's length, not yeah. like... A Vietnam vet hat's length. <laughs> <laughs> Just the Twitter war started five years before that happened. They had no idea. That's so funny to me. So oh, but yeah. Thank you. I love that Applebee's bit. Yeah. All right. We we do need at least one bombing story. You're going to get the best one you probably have had so far. Oh, oh. oh the yeah. gauntlet's been thrown down. Ga oh, yeah. Strap in. Okay, so, what you got? Uh, I was asked to close out a contest show at the Liberty Funny Bone. Okay. Okay. What was the setup of the contest? Like, what was the prize? How the many prize people? The prize was, it was like the semifinals, the winner goes to the finals, and then the winner okay. of the whole contest, I think they get like 500 bucks and a paid weekend. Right on. Which I'm like, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. And my buddy's yeah. like, hey, I booked you for the show. Uh, they have you close it out, so hopefully you can get some host work or some feature work. I was like, oh, yeah, perfect. Word. Uh, I get in, go to the green room, and I'm hanging with Jay Armstrong, and we're having a great time. And then, like, I'm like, if you've been in that green room, you can, like, hear the whole show through yeah. a speaker. And I'm, like, listening, and I'm like, oh, okay. All right, that guy's talking about church. Great. Okay, that guy's talking. The next guy's talking about church. Okay. Oh, God, I'm not going to do well on this show. <laughs> And I walk out, and I realize I am the only white dude on the show that is under the age of 55. What? It was a two, there was at least 250 people there it, in a, for, it was a black show, and I was the only young white guy on it. Oh, man. And you guys have heard me talk. I mean, <laughs> I don't, it's not, it's like, uh, the comedy is just different across every plat, every every yeah. way of life. It's just, that's just how it is. 
And when you do a black show, it's either you are going to murder, right, or you are going to the depths of hell of bombing. <laughs> you are drowning in the river of Hades, and your skin yeah. is on fire. <laughs> and I'm like, they want me to close this out? Okay. And I'm like starting to get nervous. Like, like right now, see how my hand's shaking? It's because yeah. I chugged a bunch of nitro coffee um, <laughs> from Coffee Empo. So that's just like legal cocaine. Um, and I'm like, shit. So I, I'm like watching Glenn. Glenn Childress goes up, G Child, before me, and he's doing like 15 just to get through the check drop and everything. Right. And he is not doing great. I'm like, really? Why is he not doing great? This guy's fucking funny. And then he brings me up. And I do my opening joke about going to the gym, you know, right. just very basic. And my act isn't just me talking about how I kill cats for 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's well-constructed food jokes. That's where it starts. <laughs> right. That's where it starts. Because I'm thinking everyone eats food. Everybody yeah. can relate. Yeah. And I go up, I tell the gym joke, and I just hear, like, one person just go like, ha! And I'm like, oh, boy, this isn't going to go great. Yeah. And then I go into my uh, using food as silverware joke. Right. And there is the one part where I go, it's like uh, I take two frozen hot dogs. Uh, it's like, oh, I make ramen, whatever. I haven't done this joke in so long. Uh, it's like uh, I started using food as silverware. When I make ramen, I don't get chopsticks or a fork. No, thank you. Thank you. I go to my freezer, pull out two frozen hot dogs, and then just start slurping it up. Yep. As soon as I do the slurping part, I just hear someone go, oh, God damn. <laughs> and then and then I go and then by the time I'm done eating that ramen those two hot dogs are fully cooked desserts ready right. and then I hear the first boo no. <laughs> oh no the f and what's important about that sentence is the, the first. first boo <laughs> yeah. and I'm like what the fuck and then all of a sudden, I kind of hear like this shuffling. I'm still going through, like I'm not getting anything. And I look up, and I just see lines of people leaving. No. I had a woman from the, the front worst. row stand up, flip me off. What? <laughs> and I'm in the middle of telling a joke about pancakes. <laughs> flip me off, and she goes, she went, "You fucking suck." And I'm okay. And then she just starts to leave. <laughs> And, what? and then this guy to the left, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm like 10 minutes through. I had 15 more minutes to go. And this guy to the left was just like, uh, he's like, man, can you just tell a joke? And I'm like, dude, I've been up here doing that for 10 minutes. Oh, right. He's like, he's like, mm, okay. And I was like, you want to hear a joke? He's like, yeah. I'm like, here's a joke. I'm the only person getting paid to do this show right now. <laughs> and he went, damn. That funny. Stood up and left. <laughs> just your act and you are so friendly and, and just warm. That, yeah. It's the last thing that you would respond aggressively to. It's a joke about food. Yeah. I can't believe that pancake made someone so infuriated that they felt the need to flip you off <laughs> and then let you know how bad yeah. you suck. They flipped me up over flapjacks. That's <laughs> <laughs> Just angry. Oh, my God. They were so mad. And, like, the, I had done a couple black shows before that. One of them, it was a long time ago. It was, like, eight years ago. And my opening joke was, hey, I'm Billy DeVore. I look like if Harry Potter got stung by a bunch of bees. <laughs> <laughs> and I made a dude go, ha, 
stand up, look at me, and point, and then run out of the venue. I was what? like, I was like, cool. I'm gonna do really well. Like, you just <laughs> there's just no hot or cold. There's no like it went okay. It's murder or death. Yeah. So I'm halfway through, and like it's and like. Um, as these people are leaving, a bunch of the other comics are standing in that hallway before you go into the green room. Yeah. All the servers are standing there. All of the comics are standing there with their arms folded like, how the fuck is he going to get out of this? Like, what's he going to do? Like, waiting right. for me to, like, just be mad and storm off? I did my time. I stood there in the pocket booing people, like, yelling at me about more food stuff, closed on the Applebee's joke. And like I was like, it was twenty five minutes in. I get the light, and I'm like, cool. There's like three. There's like two. There's like a minute left. Yeah. And I look down. I'm like, I did my full time. Okay, I can leave. And I did the Applebee's, and then I step down. I get off the stage, and Jay Armstrong is standing there, like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm fine." These. What do you What do you mean? I'm getting paid to do this. This sometimes happens. Yeah, yeah. I walk into the green room. And the manager is sitting in one of the recliners with his arms folded and looked at me and I just looked at him and I went, I am so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And he went, there is no reason for you to apologize. We just know we can't book you for urban shows. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best response you could hope for, though. And then he followed it by saying, what do you want to drink? Oh, for real? Uh-huh. We sat in That's there, solid. had two Budweiser's each and two shots of Jameson, and then <laughs> talked. And he was like, dude, I, I get it. Like, you're funny. Like, I see it. Yeah. But it just didn't match match with this crowd. I was like, yeah, right. the buddy who booked me fucked me. He's like, yeah. He was like, yeah, yes, he did. Yes, he did. He should <laughs> not have done that. I'm like, exactly. Because <laughs> it's all about, like, you know, like, when you go see a movie and you're like, okay, I'm going to go see a rom-com. Right, right, right. Like, Managing okay, expectation. And all of a sudden, it's just Transformers. You're like, right. what the fuck is this? I've been lying to. That yeah. was what happened with me. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just a whole different genre. Like, you can't, cultural differences is, is for sure, you know, it's a big thing. It's true in comedy. We all, yeah. uh, we all are drawn to what we like, no matter what it is. Comedy, yeah. movies, music, all this stuff. But when you are set with a genre... And you are given something completely different. There's nothing you can do about it in that moment when you're there. Yeah. You know? And so I was just like, they, he totally understood that. He's like, you're good, man. You're good. And then, um, I mean, but it was bad. Like, I, by the, okay, so there was, <laughs> yeah. there was 250 people, 250, 300 people there for the show, right? Yeah. By the time I got off stage, there was 25 people left in the room. Oh, my God. You, <laughs> Decimated the audience. Dude, what what was their reaction? Were they like still supportive, or were they like we stuck around because they were like we want to stare angrily? I think we're it was all the second. On our Uber. <laughs> they were just so mad. But the wor- then I went up to the office and he cut me the check and I was like, you know, what dates could I do all this stuff? He's like, well, just email me. Here's my email. I didn't email him and uh, <laughs> I've let it subside for a long enough time that I'm like, I think I could email him and yeah. get on something. Think the taste is out of his mouth. Oh, by now. for sure, yeah. it has to be. I mean, the guy booked Schubert, so <laughs> I, I mean, I, that's my baby boy. But come on. So the worst part of the whole thing was there was this guy who went up and straight up murdered, and he found out where the office was and like was on his way up. And there's the elevator right across the hall, and I look at the dude, and uh, I looked at him, and, and like he looked at me, and then I looked at the manager, and I was just like. I'm going to go. 
because I know what's about to happen. He's like, yeah, this dude's about to ask me if he could headline because he saw you. I was like, well, <laughs> don't put it that way. <laughs> but thanks. I just hopped in the elevator and went downstairs. I did not try to sell merch after that show. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but I don't have anything like offensive in my in like my normal twenty five forty five. I'm not taking any to... hard stances. Right. I realize that there's like a cultural difference, and right. that that's the part of a lot of bombing stories where they're like, okay, I went up in front of a crowd that just had a different background and a different upbringing. Right. Yeah, like none of those people had shredders. That's all that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they to didn't have, have air that fryers. reaction, like, what was, what made them so mad? I think it's just that I, it just, I don't know, I still don't know. Like, I have theories. It's it's exactly what you said earlier. Just, yeah. it, it's the concept of genre, because it was this entirely, you know, middle-aged or older urban comedian lineup. Oh, no, they were, like, followed. younger, they were, like, probably, you know, like, 20s, 30s, late 30s, like, but, like, just black dudes that tell completely different jokes from what I do. Yeah, so it's like if someone went to the movies to see Saw 9 or whatever, and at the end the Teletubbies come in and save everyone. Right. It doesn't make any sense. just loving it up until Glenn Childress? Yeah, and they liked Glenn a little bit, but it was like dialing down, but it was also check drop, and they were doing checks, so that's like the worst part of it, and I'm like really glad that they set the show up that way to have him handle the check drop. Right. So then I could shine (laughs) afterwards. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and even contests closing them out are hard. Yeah. You know, yeah. because everyone That's is there. That's a long night. Right, it's a long time. They're like two and a half hours, and they're there to see their friends. They're not there to see me right. talk about chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> they're just not there to see that. The contest for Go Bananas that didn't happen this year, Bad. that's always, always kind of a master class to watch someone that they get to headline that. Yeah. Okay, I love him, but what's he going to do for this? Right. Because that is a hard thing to just... Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes longer to count the votes, so you're just up there like, well, not done yet. What else are we yeah. going to talk about? Keep it rolling, <laughs> which is like when Jeff does it, you watch him and he he kind of bullshits for 10 minutes and kind yeah. of strings along something he's working on for 10 minutes and just really extends and tries to find every avenue in which that joke could work, which is what's so brilliant about Jeff. Um, but then once he he also has been doing it for so long and has such great awareness up there that he realizes, and he's done it so many fucking times, that once that, that check period is done, then he can really start getting to work. Right. Which is why he's so good at having him go last. That's why you have someone like him in the in, you know, in this city. Yeah. So... But you're right. That's the master class I got from that is watching. So what do you think there's anything you could have done to make that set go okay? I could have been racist. No. (laughs) No. They're all like, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. This guy gets it. I've heard that slur before. And I'm like, fuck. Okay. No. Um, No, honestly, I don't think so. It was. uh, Have you had Seamer on yet? Yeah. Okay. You did. Okay. So you know how he was put in there as the fall guy? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I f- there is no way to change that situation. None. Right. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. And I think the guy who booked me for that, uh, who will remain na- nameless, didn't think about it. He just thought of me getting an opportunity and didn't think about the lineup. And didn't itself. crunch the right. math. Right. That. He didn't do yeah. show math. 
Because yeah. you get, we all get it here. We've, yeah. we've ran yeah. shows. We've done it. There's show math. Like, yeah. this goes well with this. This is why you have this person close it out. This is why you have it in this order. Right. 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 He didn't understand. He was just like, friend, want him to work here. Close it out. Everyone else, I don't know. Throw it into a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't like my normal demo. Yeah. Which is, you know, I mean, I can do a lot of different things, especially like touring with Ricky. Yeah. You know, which I take that opportunity as I'm doing something that is almost always out of my comfort zone. One, going right. to a winery. I hate wine. Um, <laughs> so that's a start. But it's like middle of, of nowhere, Kentucky, Indiana, Michigan, yeah, yeah. like all over the Midwest and South. It's like w- like him and I are going to go to Florida this summer. He got, we really? got uh, Wednesday or Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday show so far. Hell yeah. And I'm like, cool, this is completely out of my comfort zone. Yeah, it's going to be very different. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to yell at drunk Floridians for 25 <laughs> minutes. So it's like, so I take those and I'm doing something completely different. And I'm like, how do I relate with these people? Because they're not, you know, I live, I live in, a, you know, I live downtown. I live like, a, I'm like, a, I don't know, I listen to Daft Punk a lot. <laughs> I have a bunch of records. And these people are like, I got my grandpappy's old... Jimmy Stewart, whatever. Yeah, Jimmy Stewart, the American actor. No, he, he did a bunch of he did a bunch of blues covers. If you didn't know, that's not true at all. Uh, Jimmy Stewart, big into Chicago blues. Um, didn't know that. Also had three albums of it. Yeah, and then he had you... one album where he just played the sitar. Did you know that about Jimmy Stewart? Well, 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 like a big harp. <laughs> <laughs> by Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> but so I have to find a way to like connect and it's like the one yeah. thing I found it's so dumb but I that's why I love talking about food. Yeah, everybody everybody eats. Like eats. That's why I look at Gaffigan. Mm-hmm. He's a great example of that. And it's easy to talk clean about food. Right. So and then literally every other aspect of my life is filthy and disgusting. <laughs> but then I can be clean about food. I can I can yeah. stay on that track. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, oh, give me twenty five minutes to talk clean. Cool, I'll t- I'll give you some recipes. <laughs> <laughs> Who's ready? Recipes for laughter. Two cups of flour, one cup of I'm fun. <laughs> you're just leading up to your Florida tour. You're just like cooking crawfish. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, making Cuban sandwiches. <laughs> I gotta research. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, why are we having sea bass for the third day in a row? Don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm working on bits. <laughs> Cheeseburger in paradise. paradise. <laughs> Fish sandwich by the bayou. <laughs> but yeah, that I mean, I, I the check cleared, so that was pretty cool. But I still have not gone back to that venue. It was what was even more crazy is like I was leaving and uh and I had to record with Lee and I called him. I was like, hey man, I had the craziest thing happen to me. He's like, oh yeah. I was like. Yeah, you're you're gonna have no you're gonna have no clue what happened. He was like, "Oh, I'm so excited." And we sat down. And I started telling the story, and he went, "Wait, you bombed this bad? I did. I thought you killed or something." I was like, "No, this is the worst <laughs> thing that's ever happened to me." <laughs> and then I got a lecture from another comedian. It's like, "Hey, man, you can't talk about that." I was like, "What do you mean I can't talk about it?" And like, you can't talk about how bad you bombed, and then talk about the manager on a podcast. So I was like. Well, I did, and I'm doing it again now, multiple years later. <laughs> so he was like, you can't, it makes you look bad. I'm like, I know, I was bad that night. 
I am being open and vulnerable yeah. talking about this gash I have in my soul right now from being flipped off by a lady for talking about ramen noodles and pancakes. That's why our format format is be funny for a little bit then talk about bombing <laughs> if, if you just came on and you're like ah, i did this and i wasn't funny and people were like i believe you yeah. <laughs> also when i'm like well i feel like i have to cover my ass here like when i talk like black shows like that i mean it's just specific and it's not based yeah. on skin color it's a cultural thing yeah. and it's not mm-hmm. it's not me being racist or anything and going out there like yeah whatever brown versus board education was bullshit no it's like <laughs> this is like, like weird it, setup, yeah. but okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, it's just like yeah, no, like this is a this is a, a part of it, and that's yeah. you know, yeah, I'm gonna get canceled for multiple reasons on this one, huh? Probably, Probably. but I mean, if anything, we'll, we'll go down with you. That's fine. So, and then uh, yeah, we'll just keep doing this podcast in the underground. <laughs> You'll become a permanent, you know, guest. We'll just have a trifecta of hosts. Yeah. And we'll each pretend that we've never been here before. Right. And then we'll bring Blake on. And yeah, exactly. we're, we're in it to win it. Everyone else that we brought down with us. <laughs> oh man, can't wait to have Johnny Tremarco back. Oh boy. Yeah. Mm. We'll get we'll get all the hot new QAnon. Say what you will about Johnny Tremarco, but he cannot get canceled. There's nowhere <laughs> yeah. to go. Yeah. yeah, right? Nowhere. Him and Sean Connery, the uncancelables. Right. Did you see that Sean Connery YouTube? video there was an interview where he's just like yeah i think i think hitting women's all right oh <laughs> hold on a second you're asking the guy who has a james bond podcast oh, if he knows about what sean connery said i can tell you the whole story it came out during an interview he did one interview with playboy yes. in 1965 before thunderball came out which was on december 1st 1965 you're welcome oh my god um and uh, he said, like, yeah, sometimes you have to hit women. They are, they just need to be put in their place. Right. And then in 1991, 30, 30 years, later. years later, he did an interview with Barbara Walters. And she was like, uh, Sean, do you feel bad about what you said about hitting women? He went, absolutely not. <laughs> She's like, do you feel unchanged. bad? He's like, no, sometimes women just get excited and you just backhand them and they just put them in their place. And she's like, don't you think that's bad? He went, no, I do it all the time. I don't think it's bad. Oh, Jesus. my God. Yeah. He was a monstrous piece of shit. I'm so glad you brought that up because it makes us look so much better. Oh, yeah. Full-shardedly, <laughs> dude. Full-shardedly. Uh, like, well, he was ba- a bad human and was clearly. considered one of the sexiest men alive until he was, like, 92. Yeah, his yeah. character, even, like, the part that they... L- they like showed you in movies is like yeah be this cool spy guy was horrendous to women they're just yeah. like no you want to have sex i don't know if no, no. you do yeah okay james yeah, okay, bond guy he blackmails a lady for beave in thunderball does he? oh yeah there's a scene where he's at a spa and uh he gets locked into this like this what was like a stretcher thing this the, the one of the villains comes and locks him in and like turns all the way to high yeah and then she comes in and undoes the device and she's like i feel like what happened what it must have malfunctioned oh god if they were to find out about this i would be fired and he went well i could think of a few things to make sure to keep my mouth shut and she's like james and then they have sex and like uh. a sauna And then there's another scene where they're like in the bedroom and he's like rubbing her with these like mink gloves and she's like, I'm not comfortable with this. He's like, well, it'll relax you. She's like, this isn't relaxing. He just keeps going. 
Oh my god. They have sex again, and then he's getting ready to leave, and then all of a sudden she has this weird change of heart where she comes up to the car and she's like, James, I love you. I'm I'm gonna miss you so much. She's like, Okay, darling, it's a hairpiece, and then drives off. <laughs> and it's like two two times ago this was blackmail, blackmail, now you're in love with him. This is terrible. Yeah, that's Stockholm syndrome. That is wow. Sean Connery syndrome. Because <laughs> he's like, Yeah, I actually got to help write the script for this one. I'm like, We can fucking tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we can. can tell you, piece of shit. Yeah, give it all of Scotland a bad name. Yeah. <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. Oh, you know why he loved wearing a kilt? Because it was easier for him to pull out yeah, his penis. Yeah, it's right there. He's just like, Here you go. Who wants it? Well, we talked about uh, two of your podcasts. What were those names? <laughs> okay, so I host one. It's called The New Nasty Boys, presented by Armchair Media, which is getting ready to change its name on April 1st. So strap in. It's going to be really cool. Whole new yeah. rebrand. Uh, and then I have another one called Bond with Friends. I have five episodes in the can. It Ooh. is where I give my friends a Bond movie to watch. We break it down, shit on Sean Connery, and then love on Roger Moore, because he's the best Bond. Um, and... Uh, that'll be coming out weekly, hopefully first week of April. We'll see what happens. It's a whole thing. But, uh, yeah, check those out. The New Nasty Boys is a podcast about the Cincinnati Reds I host with Lee Kimbrell. And half of the podcast is what we did here, which is bullshit. Right. And then the other half is where we talk about baseball. Yeah. And we both are. I'm an analytics guy. He is like a feel for the game. So it's like two different sides of the conversation. Nice. So, Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like not knowing anything about baseball and being kind of bored by it, I would even have fun with that. You would have a Just, great time. <laughs> you know, the first half being bullshit, I'm like, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, this is it. I'm, all, I'm, I'm strapped in. So, yeah. That, that was a super nice way of saying you've never listened to Billy's podcast. No, you guys. You, no, definitely no. And I, have a, I have a great track record of listening to guest podcasts on this show. <laughs> We get uh, Giles Chickery gone, and like I'm gonna be honest, I listened to maybe a minute of your podcast before we did a swag. <laughs> Got my research in. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Giles we, is the best. Oh, uh, so much. I did his podcast. Hell I mean, yeah. technically, we did too. It was yeah. a swap cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were Single inside recording. each other's Ooh, podcast. Yeah. Spit swap yeah. podcast. Yeah. We're just dudes totally. make out. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, this has been an absolute blast, oh, dude. For, for real. Yeah, this so is uh I, I have completely lost track of time. My computer's asleep. I hope it recorded all of that. <laughs> oh god. Uh, this is why you set your computer to never fall asleep when you do a podcast. Listen, I don't I'm an insomniac. I don't set any of my devices to never fall asleep because I think that's mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great joke. You should tweet that. Well, we for sure uh, have Billy's part, so that's the important thing. You're right. Just release we'll a Billy solo cast. Just all your solos. We'll just edit it together so it sounds like something that you did. Right. Oh, cool. <laughs> and I'm definitely getting canceled. It'd be great if just me sitting and then it's like bits of silence and then me just yelling at no one. That's just how you release it. Hell yeah. I'm into that. Well, thanks for having me. It was fun. Yeah, Don. A any parting words for, for the audience? Yeah. Um... Just let me kill your cat. <laughs> just let me kill your cat. No, uh, no uh, just don't bomb. Be that good at comedy that you never bomb or take a lot of risks and then bomb, but then also be like really good. Or don't bomb. You could quit. That's also, you, well, you can just stop. Yeah, you can get out of the way and not just, be. Here's my, here's my biggest bit of advice. Don't do comedy. Yeah, don't there do we it. go. There we That's a great ending point. Yeah. I like Never it. Do comedy. Hell yeah.